Welcome to Sincerely JJ, a podcast for the people who are tired of living up to the standards. My name is Julie. And I'm Jen. Join us in discovering life's beautifully unwritten detours. What's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode. As you can see, our topic is about getting roasted and gossiped by unsolicited aunties. Now, I'm pretty sure everyone has gone to family reunions and gatherings. And of course, you would see a bunch of aunties who would all sit together and share some exclusive stories. Not only that, but they would throw in some uncomfortable, unsolicited comments. Let's be honest. At the end of the night, we ask ourselves, what the f***? What just happened? Or felt that your ego has been slightly bruised. Also, I would like to welcome our good friend, Jamie, who will be joining us on our podcast. Woo! She will be sharing her experience and some roasted comments. Yes. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming today, Jamie. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. So let's start off. What do you guys call these unsolicited aunties in your languages? So aunties, for us, we call them titas. That's it? Yeah, oh. just titas. And then for uncles, we call them titos, like Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> That's so basic because in Vietnamese culture, there's so many words for aunt depends on if it's someone older or younger versus on what side as well. So mom, dad, different sides. And if they're in-laws that were married into the family or not. So we can call them back for someone older. Go, there's basically the universal word for auntie. It doesn't matter. Even if they're not your auntie, you still call them that. Ma mm-hmm. is the auntie-in-laws. And then ye is your mom. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I like how we just like see through this. Oh my god, that's the best name. Hey, yay! That was the best. <laughs> Okay, oh. so now that we have those aunties out of the way. <laughs> aunties out of the way. Yes. Okay. What are some nasty things that you guys have heard them say about you or any of your cousins? I think it's not about all the nasty stuff. I think so. It's just been brought upon many generations. So from my experience, I went to some gatherings where my aunties come up to me and greet me like, you know, hey, how are you doing? And then, oh my God, you look so big. <laughs> Like, but obviously they wouldn't say it in English. They'd oh, obviously yeah. say it in Tagalog. Of course. They'll be like, Oi, ang taba mo na. Or something like that. Oh my gosh. That hits you right there. And when they say it, they stare at you in the eyes. And does that mean in English, like you're getting really big or you are really big? Or is there another like under meaning to this? I think so. It's just more like you're getting fatter. <laughs> in a way. I think so. Yeah. But sometimes like you would interpret it a different way as well. Like you'd probably say, Oh, you're getting bigger now. Meaning you're getting taller taller now just because like it's the way they word things it's probably like big means you know taller rather than wider (laughs) (laughs) it's like turning off the lights right you say oh can you turn off the lights but it's just like open the lights something like that Mm. (laughs) i swear they do like some reverse psychology on you at one point literally and if you are skinny they would probably say oh yeah there you go that's what they were gonna say actually (laughs) and of course like when you go to gatherings they would like shower you with food do you not have that yeah we have that yeah Yeah, so my aunties would be like yeah you're you look bigger oh you're so big now but i think it yeah either means you're taller or you're fatter so (laughs) your choice and how you want to interpret that (laughs) i want to believe the going taller part but you ain't that tall (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that was not my fault, okay? I got it from the other side of the family. I think so in our culture, we really emphasize about body shaming and we don't really talk about this with our family members. We kind of let it slide in a way. I think it's it goes hand like with all Asian cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Like pretty much body image is such a big thing. Yeah. And some aunties will expect you to be like, oh, I used to be like size five when I was your age. What's wrong with you? What size are they now though? Um, that's like another, I don't know. <laughs> so are they bigger now? I mean, they're, they're like, like probably yeah. three times bigger now yeah, than they probably were. Yeah, Imagine exactly. like being probably like a double zero or zero, zero, zero. to like probably like an eight now. Oh, oh yeah, boy. because like they right? probably had kids too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, and especially like living, like, I don't know, for us, like living in the Philippines, like you're sweating out your food, mm-hmm. you're eating local foods. And then when you're here in Canada, it's like everything's all fast foods and whatever. And, and, they and everything slow, slows down as you age. Oh, yeah, definitely. For yeah. sure. And I remember you mentioned about the culture of if you are bigger that means you were well fed for sure it shows that you have money because you have money to buy food versus if you have if you're really skinny it's like showing oh this person doesn't have money to buy food yeah. but yeah i feel like in every asian culture they always want you to be skinny yeah don't you guys think so yeah it's yeah. the standards i think so in asian countries they want you to be like petite, slim there's always, there's always different types of standards like yeah. in asian cultures like you have to be fair skin you have to have small feet like you have to like skinny waist true that's true i still think that's still going on today yeah 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 and it's not even the mom the aunties that say it like my mom says it she (laughs) says i'm too skinny but my sister's too fat so i don't know what she wants from us to be Uh, her size i don't know size zero (laughs) she's not even a size zero i'm not even a size zero so i'm not that skinny guys Oh man, have you ever looked back into your old pictures when you were younger? And you would imagine yourself that you were big when you were younger, right? Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. But yeah. when you look back onto like the photo albums, you were like fine, you were fit. You yeah, were good. I was actually okay when yeah. i look back at my high school photos i always thought that i was actually pretty big but when i look back at it i'm like mm, no you're actually bigger now <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i think so the other day i was looking at my photo album about my pictures that i had and i realized holy god like i look skinny here i look fit but i, I but i think that's like the thing about teenagers right like you're mm-hmm. you're so conscious about like how you look and whatever you mm-hmm. always compare yourself to like magazines well back in the day it was all magazines magazines right oh yes like we didn't really have much social media at the time mm-hmm. and um yeah as you kind of grow older it was like just being comfortable with yourself after yeah yeah especially if you're a teenager there's so many things changing in your body so obviously you're gonna look slightly a little different yeah for sure. tell me about it i think so at one point like some of my aunties were putting all my cousins together in a row and checking out like how big our breasts are that's so messed <laughs> up <laughs> I think so. I was category A. (laughs) Here's B. And then we're going lower, lower, lower. Yeah. So I was very self conscious about my chest area for sure. And growing up to that, like having that heavy chest is just, oh no, please don't look at me. Cover my chest. First of all, why are you looking at my chest? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. That was the one thing that I've grew up with. And of course, I think so. One of them was I had one auntie who tells me that I have a lot of makeup on and your girl had only mascara on and a little bit of kind of eyeliner 
Yeah. It wasn't heavy or anything like that. Because my mom was like, yo, if you wear makeup, you're going to get wrinkles at a but young age. But then again, they, they usually associate, like, wearing makeup is more for, like, special events and stuff like mm-hmm. that versus, like, an everyday kind of thing. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really go any special occasion anywhere, like, going to gala or anything like that. It was just, like, a family reunion. Yeah. But they go based on, like, how you look like. They kind of criticize you saying, you know... Why are you wearing all this? This is not appropriate. How old were you though when you started? I wearing? think so. I started wearing makeup when I was roughly 12, 13 years old. Yeah, I think that was a, a okay age, right? For me, I remember I started like wearing makeup, makeup probably probably not until grade 11. Oh shit. Yeah, oh. I remember, or yeah, grade 11. Because grade 9 and 10, I don't know why, but back then I always thought like, you know those kind of clear booster mascaras? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. ones. Yeah, I always thought those were like heavy makeup on me at the oh. time. But looking back, I'm just like, that was like nothing. It was like conditioning your lashes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like high school. I started wearing like eyeliner and stuff in high mm-hmm. school. But it wasn't like anything crazy. Speaking yeah. of, like not only like makeup facial wise, have you ever been criticized about how you wear your clothes? No? Not really. Yo, how come I'm only one who's getting picked on? But I did have, okay, so in middle school, I guess like, you know, with your body changing and everything, mm-hmm. some outfits look just kind of whack. You know, to you, it looks fine, but to other people looking at it, like, you know, back in the day, those TNA leggings? Oh, yeah. Oh. With your ass is like showing? Mm-hmm. My mom would be like, you could not wear that outside or wear something that will cover that. Yeah. <laughs> But you know when you're a kid, you're like, I don't care, I'm gonna wear it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, um, for the people who were in a Catholic high school, I remember in teenagers would hike their skirts up. That's me. Oh, what? No. <laughs> what did your auntie say? Y'all? Actually, you know what's funny? I think uh, for me, on my first day of high school, my kilt was actually like agenda length, which is like, you know. Okay. Past the pro- knees? No, it's a little above the knee, but it can't be past your agenda. It was like a small agenda. Like, um, we know, get, like, I know what agenda is. Yeah, yeah, like it's just like a notebook, like a small. like. Yeah, port- so that's how they measure your kilt. It can't oh. be past that specific length. So what happened was I remember in grade nine, everyone else had their kilt so short. I literally hemmed mine shorter, <gasps> but I still roll it. Oh <laughs> my so God. So for me, it was like right like close to my ass. Oh God. <laughs> but then as I got older, like by the time of grade 12, I unrolled it like the whole thing. Mm. But it was still short. I mean, did your auntie saw this? Yeah, they thought it was short, but they didn't care. What? <laughs> so they let you like, go? Well, because they're not going to change my mind anyways. Oh, that's true. If I'm going to do whatever I wanted to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think so. I kind of miss those days, though. You didn't have to plan what you had to wear. You literally... Do what you got to do. Because yeah, you guys you had just, uniform, right? You had yeah. uniforms. Everything goes with everything. You just pick a top, pick a, you know, yeah. like bottom and then that's it walk out yeah, yeah. exactly i, never I mean had like that. i mean same thing at work right now like i'm wearing scrubs i would love to go back to uniform to be honest what you don't have to think about which outfit you want to wear you guys don't wear scrubs at your workplace um i sometimes do we're not supposed to we are supposed to be business casual true but i like wearing scrubs because it's comfy first of all and two, if I'm getting chased, I want to run comfortably. Because you got no time to look all cute and all if you're getting chased, okay? <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, we did have a point where our aunties would compare us to our cousins, showing flashy clothes that we could never afford, honestly. Like, why we're going to buy something that's like 100 and something 
borrow a shirt and spend it on what occasion? That's some rich aunties. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think so. Um, for us, we don't, like, if we wanted to shop for um, Ralph Lauren or something like that, we wouldn't really just go to the store. we go to outlets or something. Yeah. Go to freaking winners. <laughs> I would have done, too. I think as so. As long as you dress, like, properly. you know, proper. For sure. I I get that, but like there's aunties, some aunties would be like, oh, I love your Lululemon. They're so beautiful. They look good on you. And we're just like, you should buy this. But you know notice a lot of Fili- <laughs> like targeting Filipinos. So there's a lot of Asians that actually like show off their brand name. Like you, oh, you'll see like flashy. the MKs. It's like full MK with a whole logo on there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to be known that they yeah. have an MK bag. Yeah, didn't you have one, Julie? Or, like, not aunties, but, like, when you go at special events. Yeah, they, they whip have... out everything. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> kidding you. From the shoes, the jackets, the bags, Damn. the jewelry, they whip out everything for that night. I would whip out my lashes and be like, look at my lashes. <laughs> They're $100, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> they are! They're expensive. True. <laughs> yeah, they always compare, like, different purses and stuff like yeah. that during mm-hmm. the family events. Because we don't have a lot of family events, you know? So yeah. it's like once in a while. Yeah. To bring out everything. <laughs> but like, does it make you feel like bad about yourself? Like, oh, I can I can afford this, but I'm not going to spend this much on something not essential. Well, I feel like I'm older now. So I do have a lot of like brand name stuff now. Mm-hmm. But like before I was a kid, I didn't really care. But my mom had it. Oh, so. man. That was my upbringing as <laughs> with my aunties. I don't know. For a lot of my aunts and uncles they're not very showy with their brands the logos are very small but a lot of it's just like things that um i guess just looks good it's not really like oh to show off that specific brand mm-hmm. the only thing i know like what they're with brand wise like they're so conscious about like brand of food <laughs> so they wouldn't go for like no frills no name brand they would go for like you know the the actual brand brand name <laughs> True. yes exactly <laughs> Ooh, like quality. Yeah, yeah, they say, oh, it's better quality rather than buying the President's Qual- Choice or like, mm-hmm. you know, the no-name Shit. brand or like the life brand. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, President's jo- Choice is really good, actually. <laughs> no, but I like some of them. Some, some. I do have another one, actually. So when you have an auntie or whoever approaches you, there's always that auntie that comes to you and they say their insult to you. And then they come off with, oh, joke lang, mean, meaning that, oh, it's just a joke. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, don't take it serious. Don't be offended, right? But, like, sometimes, like, you get that feeling where they're actually serious about what they're saying. They're just saying, I'm kidding, just to make you feel less bad about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, Julie, for example, if I looked you in the eyes and be like, yo, you are skinny. Like, a <laughs> scrawny, like, who was like a scarecrow? <laughs> your heart like what you call me a scarecrow how offending <laughs> and then they come off with a oh no it's, i'm just kidding i'm just joking no worry it's like you're putting a band-aid over an insult pretty much right? yeah yeah they're not joking it's serious no no these insults are no joke <laughs> and especially if you are very self-conscious about your body wise as well when you're younger but i feel like a lot of um older generations like they don't really think about that they don't care yeah. how we feel man I'm like men- you. mentally they don't Feelings? really think about those things There's because no they such grew thing. up so accustomed to like how they were you know talked to back then like yeah. or yes. in, in their hometowns yeah <laughs> they're used to those kind of jokes but for us it's like
like a whole different story you know yeah i guess so like we never really express that until our generation starts rolling in and we understand about the like body dysmorphia mm-hmm. more often right so now that we understand we're trying to teach these old aunties like hey, hey, hey this listen. is wrong <laughs> hey listen linda <laughs> like oh my god i have an aunt named linda <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. Yes. But they will say, hey, um, you can't be saying this right now because that's inappropriate. But then again, in our culture, we can't really say those things because we have to respect our elders. Yeah. Ugh. I feel you. And it also depends. If it's an auntie that you you're that you guys know very well and they, she say, they say something like that, you find it funny. It's like a joke, right? But if it's like someone you've never seen for years and then they just start saying that stuff to you and act as if they're so close to you, then that's just weird. Yeah, you're going to put like an X mark on their faces in the family tree and be like, no, don't talk to this auntie. <laughs> Next person in the family yeah. tree. Yeah, they really don't think that there could be, you know, mental health repercussions oh, of the yeah. stuff that they say and especially since they say it like over time because you don't see them all the time mm-hmm. so every time you see them they say the same thing oh you're so big now or whatever but it also depends on the level of education that they have too Agreed. right because oh, like sometimes like you're taught it at school and like mm-hmm. all these mental they topics do. and stuff like that but mm-hmm. others they weren't really taught that so they don't really know yeah. that's true that is yeah. very true i think so we do have like one of our family members who is severely depressed the comments that i hear from my family members as in like my aunties or uncles like oh you know pray harder because it'll go away or oh um another comment would be like no that's how he is he's just lazy it's these comments that are not appropriate because they didn't quite understand what this person's diagnosed with yeah right for sure. and it's so hard for that individual to and imagine that that type of person too if they overhear that it's like they process it in their head yeah you know what i mean they believe it they believe it exactly yeah. because someone told them that that's how they are and yeah. that's how they perceive that they should, should be. be yeah exactly yeah. and that's the funny part because when i was younger they'll say oh don't talk to galog because you're not good at speaking Tagalog. You That's don't have, terrible. How can yeah. you just say that? How can you encourage someone like not you know, to discourage discourage, someone Yeah, to just exactly. Say something, She's like, know? oh, you don't under. Well, she understands, but she can't speak it. And but can it, you speak it, Jen? I think you can. A little. I think I can. Yeah, but it's gonna be weird. It's just, it's just the pronunciation of yeah. certain words, like rolling just, your R's and whatever. And yeah, it's tongue tying. Yeah, and it, especially like you have time to like think about all the words that would make sense, so yeah. that communication would go towards them and they would understand what you're saying so i've grown up with a, a custom of thinking yes i do not know how to speak the tagalog but i do understand the tagalog yeah same here i kind of wish i was younger when i told myself young in the younger days that you can speak this language if you really tried and i think so like my family kind of give up on speaking in tagalog for mm-hmm. yeah well no they speak tagalog to me but they they just encourage me like no you shouldn't you know just stick with english <laughs> that's terrible i don't like that I, you oh. know like as i grew up like for me i'm kind of glad that i can speak a, like a little bit a bit. more 
Tagalog than I did before because like my high school friends that I used to hang out with mm-hmm. a lot of them were newcomers from uh, Philippines so it was like I was able to kind of like talk to them or practice with them so it was kind of helped me develop that that language, language. a lot more yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I kind of wish I had a lot of Filipino friends so I could develop <laughs> um my language <laughs> skills here but I think so I didn't have enough friends who are in our same culture at that time which kind of really uh... well now you guys have each other yeah <laughs> Actually, yeah. You guys well, are we don't, you don't, don't really speak, speak Tagalog, speak Tagalog to one another. I know. I mean, like, if someone's trying to, like, rig us, yeah, we'll be like, shit, girl, like, you better run your ass. Because <laughs> someone's gonna, like, con you or I someone... I want someone to speak to Viet with me. No one speaks Viet to me. You have your boyfriend. boyfriend. He doesn't! <laughs> You're listening to this right now. I want you to speak Viet to me. <laughs> speak Viet to her. <laughs> but like the mentality of our aunties are still stuck with their own ways yeah and now that we are learning from it and we understand that we shouldn't say anything like those offending comments regardless regardless even if you can understand or not yeah exactly i would have been that cool auntie though (laughs) uh going back to education like for me i guess like i don't really get targeted like that like i guess how you get targeted from your <laughs> i don't you know, know yo. like but for me it's like i guess because my uncle for me he has like psychology background yeah. so i guess for him the way he kind of tells you that you're gaining weight it's more like hey you know i'm thinking of getting a treadmill you know what i mean yeah and then do you think you would be able to use it or hey like maybe we should go for a walk after your shift but it's like dude I work 12-hour shifts. Do I really want to walk some more after that 12-hour shift and then go back for another 12-hour shift the next day? <laughs> At least he's looking out for you, but yeah. in a nice way. I know, and then he'll be like, oh, hey, you know, I was thinking maybe we should substitute our white rice for quinoa, something like that, you know? Yeah. Or we should eat more vegetables or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. Can we trade? <laughs> can we, uh, like, I can see your uncle being a trainer, and I'll be like, yes, man, I'm going to whip Dude, my shit Dude, this guy out. is literally turning... 60 yeah he's really good like, he's literally turning 60 this year yeah next month <laughs> oh my god he's turning 60 and he still runs 42k i can't i can barely one run my one. brother my oh brother my is only 29 and my cousins like 18 years old 22 year old they literally can't catch up like they're already tired after like maybe 10 15k and this guy's still oh running a 42 he's like running back he's like come on you guys like <laughs> Oh. let's train with him <laughs> yo but like I, I think so I'm gonna have to put like he has to put like a rope on him so he can pull me <laughs> I'll be like yeah I'm running but realistically you're like I'm dying I wanna do a 5k this year I want oh my god do we should do it let's do it let's do yo, it that's so- actually on my bucket list same same this year let's do it fine we have to be committed to this because Jenny's just like fuck <laughs> I'm down to do it, but I'm like, down to do it. Just to try. Yay. Y'all, this from this day on, and if we go back to our episode, you guys better be committed because we are. It's, it's in, in it's in the episode. It's recorded. Every we have witnesses now. <laughs> <laughs> so in the future, in the summertime, 5k, y'all. We're going, 5k. We're going. No joke. Alright. You guys, I think I gotta lose 20 pounds. <laughs> You're gonna lose from 20 pounds from laughing and then crying in the same time. Dude, that's gonna be an extra 5 pounds. <laughs> Just roll me, okay, guys? <laughs> Just roll me. If one goes down, someone has to pull someone up here. Oh, gosh. That would have been... Oh. 
You're gonna see three. I don't Asians. know about running, but I can walk fast. Does that count? <laughs> Yo, you'll be out. You know of the what? Program. Actually, you guys can be running. I'll fast walk. <laughs> oh my god! You got short legs. I got short legs. That's why I, I caught on. I caught on. I was like, "Yo, she's she's pulling that short joke." Jenny was literally looking at me with deer headlights. She's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Is this another short joke?" Oh my gosh, short oh people jokes. God. Oh, I can't. Yeah, if you guys don't know Jamie, she's pretty tall, and then Jen and I are really short. That's why. <laughs> oh my god, we are, we're not blessed to have yeah, long legs. Heights, yeah, but I'll jog, jog, and walk. <laughs> jog and I walk. Jog. I probably like grab someone and be like, "Help me, drive <laughs> me to the finish line, please." Didn't I do that on one of our trips? Oh yeah, because I was like. You were walking so fast, bro. <laughs> I went behind her and I was pushing her. And I was like, okay, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And this is up. No, this is the trip that we went to Switzerland. We were hiking and I was so tired. <laughs> you were pushing me and I'm like, yo, I'm going to hit you with my Gandalf stick. So that's, that, that's the time when she picked up a Gandalf. <laughs> she picked up a random stick and she looked like Gandalf. And she's like, okay, I'm going to use this. <laughs> Okay, that hiking place was steep, okay? It was steep. Oh Telling you, if you're going a climb... No, that, that hike was yeah, intense. It was yeah. intense. And it was raining. It was slippery, too. Oh so God. It was on and off. Yeah. Because we started off, it was sunny outside, and all of a sudden, like, halfway up the mountain past the cows, we ended up, like... <laughs> this will be in our next episode, so you'll find out more details to this. About the cows. <laughs> And Jenny's shocking experience. Oh my gosh. Don't even. Don't even. Alright, so moving on. Um, In these family gatherings, in our culture, we call this thing of gossip. And it's called chismis. And sounds so cute. Chismis. So you have your chismosas and your chismis. No, no, what is it? Chismosa. Chismosa and, chismosa. and chismoso. Yeah, so one guy and one girl. Oh. Yeah. Chismosa is the girl, chismosa, yeah. chismoso is the boy. Or another word for it, they'll say chica chica. chica. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know if you remember, like, back then, there was, like, chica chica text or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> is that all related to gossip? Yes. Oh. No, I think it was, like, an actual app. Wasn't oh, is it, it an app? Like, years ago. Oh, you gotta search this. It's up. like Chica Text or something like that. Oh. That is so funny. This is where all the shit goes down. Yeah. Unsolicited stories, exclusive <laughs> stories from one source, <laughs> aka the big boss ants, who run these chismis. Okay, so? So, technically, in our culture, or anyone's culture, we're gonna have that one or two ant that you would subside with, the fun ant, and then there's one ant who would educate you. Educate ant. Okay. Educate ant. Is educate ant or no? I don't know. Well, they educate the you. educator. The educator. <laughs> Slash, um, look him in the eye, your soul has been taken away. <laughs> yes. And then you had the fun ant who was like, you know, hey, girlfriend, you're in a safe space. She's like your older sister. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, instead of calling me tita, call me ate. <laughs> Which is mean like sister, but no. In other words, I'm the younger one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not the old aunt. I'm the oh, new one. <laughs> I know. I think so they get really offended. Like if we work in a facility, like we work in a healthcare facility and majority of the people that I work are Filipino. 
and they don't like when they call you call them titas. It's true. They all say no, you call me ate. Mm. I still call some of them titas. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh shoot, mine's are young. And then so. like one of the titas, because she's the eldest one on our unit, she was just mm. like, "Why do you call the other two titas?" And I was just like, "Because they're older, they're older than, than me." <laughs> and they're not by, like good? they're older than me by like maybe like, 15 years oh plus, that would like, make sense plus, plus one of my um co-workers that i actually work with i call her tita because like my cousin's uh best friend it's his mom oh and my cousin that's calls nice. him tita so it's just like i feel like i should call her tita, tita. yeah <laughs> your influence to say those words but it's a lot true. of them a lot of them call her ate oh, but of for me it's just like tita yeah <laughs> Yeah. So to um to summarize this, if you are a healthcare worker, not in the same culture as in Filipino culture, do not call an older Filipino lady tita. They will slap and just <laughs> smack you up. True, you call they're, them ates. Yeah, they you call them ates, and even if for doctors, yeah, it's so <laughs> funny because like when you work in with uh elderly patients, and then yeah. you have like the fil- older Filipino patients, mm-hmm. you call them Lolo or Lola. Or Lola. <laughs> and then it's like, you're only like a couple well, years yo- younger than them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious, actually. Looping it back into the fun tita and then the educated tita, the fun tita is like your ate, which is your sister. You mm. tell her everything. This girl can like, you can ask her questions about makeup, um, clothes, a bunch of stuff that boys, boys, especially boys, because you know that Tita created that safe space. But then again, you got in be reality, <laughs> they turn around and they gossip with the other Titas. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then they could probably come up to you and like go to your mom and be like, Yo, I heard about your kid doing this, do you know about it? And then it they comes love back. to stir up those gossips, oh, of course. <laughs> and then you have the educated Tita. Who would come up with, oh my god, you are very young girl. You should be careful. You should focus on your education. Girl, and don't get pregnant at 16. Okay? Oh my god, t- let me tell you a story about 16. Being <laughs> pregnant at 16. Uh, not like I'm <laughs> pregnant at 16. Okay? She had a pregnancy scare. <laughs> don't listen to her. <laughs> No, what I mean is, okay, so I'm the first one born here in Canada. In Canadian culture or something like that, what my aunts and uncles believe is that when you're born in Canada or something like that, they think that you're going to get pregnant at a young age. Mm -hmm. So what their bet was when I was born, knowing that I'm a girl, they're like, oh, let's bet, you know, like by the age of 16, she's going to be pregnant. That's oh, so terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I was just like, well, I'm 30 now. Like, <laughs> where's my money? Where's <laughs> my money? <laughs> What's the interest? <laughs> I'm not pregnant. <laughs> no kid yet. <laughs> no kid yet. Um, I'm expecting you to give me a paycheck on my wedding of the day of. So whatever I cashed in, please send it to me directly. Thank you very much. But isn't that horrible? Yeah, like, it's I mean, horrible. To make a bet. <laughs> Who's going to get pregnant first? Or what like age you're going to get I'm the first one born there. And they're like, yeah, let's see who if she would, at the age of 16, get pregnant. Oh, my God. That's oh, terrible. Are, are you the rebellious child, though? No, I was freaking, oh. I was just born. <laughs> I was just born. You just, like, pre-imagine that you're going to get pregnant at a young age. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Clearly, they thought they could see the future. But they were blinded. <laughs> they're no fortune tellers. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. 
And of course, have you ever, Jolie, have you ever had an educated um, auntie? Yeah, so my mom's sister, the youngest one, she's like the cool one. She went okay. to school in Vietnam and now she's doing schooling here. I can literally talk to her about anything. Cause anything and everything? Anything and everything. She's only in her 40s oh, and okay. I'm already like mid-20s. So she's a very chill one. Okay. Yeah, very with the times, you know, open-minded and everything. Mm. So my mom and her mom, which is my grandma, they have mm. the same mindset of like back in the day. Oh. So it's really hard to like talk to her. Kind oh, of and all that. Yeah, because yeah, they're set in their own ways, and they won't change with the times. Yo, I hope my um my mom doesn't hear this, but I think so. My mom was the educated mom. I mean, sorry, <laughs> educated auntie. So I think so. My but sister, then again, she's a nurse. So. Yeah, she is a nurse. So I I can't blame her for that. I think so. All the moms like gain up on her and say, "Can you educate my daughters?" <laughs> right. So we did have a like a group of girls who are family friends and obviously they're teenagers. So my mom was the person to scare the living out of them about like the sex talk. And <laughs> I never got that. Thank I God. really think yeah, that we I had never the, got sex, the talk. sex talk. I think so because like um, one of the girls was very like rebellious. So I guess so she was trying to whip everyone up like, hey, don't get pregnant at a young age. You need to focus on your education. And my mom's personality is very strict. Mm-hmm. As in, don't stare her in the eyes because your soul will be taken away. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, my mom is a dragon mom, okay? I'm, I'm assuming, like, the reason why I never got the sex talk was because I went to an all-girl school, Catholic, like, it's Catholic school mm. for just girls. And I think, um, a lot since they know that a lot of my friends are girls, they don't think that, like, a person who would be like you know fucking around and stuff like that oh yeah i mean they know like i've i've been rebellious where i leave the house at like 6 a.m to go to school and then i won't Mm -hmm. show up till like 2 a.m in the morning i literally would get messages from my aunt and it'll just be like slipped under my door and it'll be like hey jamie who the hell do you think you are (laughs) not informing us like you know (laughs) she still has those letters oh she kept them yeah she She has the diaries of your letters she has kept them yeah (laughs) oh shit can we go through them one day you're like hey tita do you still have those rebellious jamie letters (laughs) from when she was 17 oh my gosh i had the feeling i never had a cell phone back then oh and then she was like who the hell do you think you are coming home at two o'clock in the morning and not not letting us know you know yeah i i don't blame you that well these are the titas that really care for you and they truly truly love who you are yeah but they they know that like, i'm hanging out with like my friends, friends and stuff yeah, like that but exactly. i don't think they think that i'm like you know messing around with boys and stuff so that's why i guess we really talked about it but i have like you know like my aunts who actually have those like talks and i've talked to one of them mm. who's like my dad's youngest sister um mm-hmm. she's the one of the persons i can just joke around with and whatever and talk yeah. about a couple of things with but, like, I know for her, she's very conservative where it's, like, there's a guideline to life where mm-hmm. you have to have a career first, you know, study, yeah. have a career, you know, get married first before you have kids, yeah. you know? And, obviously, sex after marriage. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sorry, people. <laughs> um, but I totally get you. That Those are the standards of the mentality of how we should perceive ourselves in the future. Yeah. Right? We were, it was really ingrained to us. That this is the right way to do it. And I think, like, in the past, they're always just like, oh, don't get pregnant or whatever. They were so scared. And now that we're older, they're like, when are you getting married? When are you I having know, kids? The pressure's like, there. Like, come on. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can't have it all, man. It's either you want me to get pregnant or you don't want me to get pregnant. Which one is it? Yeah, most of the time, whenever I see, like, my aunts during gatherings or whatever, they always yeah. ask, like, oh, do you have a boyfriend now? Or are you talking to someone? It's like, oh my gosh, you got to do, you, you got to do the um, Filipino accent. Oi, man found boyfriend. <laughs> oh, do you have a boyfriend now? <laughs> ah, he's so cute. I'm cute, yeah. Meaning, like, oh, my God, he's so handsome and mm-hmm. cute. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That. I don't think like my aunts are like that. They'll just no. ask like, "Do you have a boyfriend?" And then like, you know, what he does. You know, how old is so he? So nosy. Yeah. <laughs> like they want to know the general the... basic. Like you know, not like if he looks good or whatever. They don't really care about what's that. your it's occupation. More like, what's your occupation? How old are you? Have you been married before? <laughs> and are you educated? Right. What What do you do? Are you like a bum? You know, sitting yeah, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my gosh. These aunties are have no filters. No Zero filter. filters. I agree. I remember when I brought my boyfriend, and he's different cultured from us. Well, he's still Asian, but still different cultures and beliefs, right? I think so. One of my aunties was like, "Oh, when are you gonna get married? You guys been together for so long, like." And then start asking about what does he like. What kind of food he likes. So my aunties love to cater to our guests, which is really pleasant and nice. Was this the last ex you were with or um, the, the first? The last one. The last one. Yeah. My aunties are very open-minded. And the funny part is that I think so. my ex really didn't really know how to communicate well with them. So sometimes they will say something that didn't really make sense. So my boyfriend will be like, what the heck? Did you, what Can you translate this? And I'm trying to like translate what's going on, but I think so. My auntie was like, "Oh, does he eat this? Are you sure he eats this?" And I'm like, "Yes, he eats anything and everything. Don't worry about it." <laughs> you have those aunties who really like them, and then some aunties who are just hmm, just judging. That all that, types. that guy is some. There's something off about this guy. And I don't know if you have ever had that. Aunt likes all of oh, them. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the ex, like, not so much. It's just, like, he didn't really... It's not that he didn't get along with the family. It's just mm-hmm. he didn't make really an effort to try to know them or, like, talk to them as much. Oh. And the one now, I, I mean, trying. they've only met him... I think they only met him once. Okay. But so far, it's been it's been good. Too early to tell. That's yeah. Okay. Too early to tell. You have many years to, like, develop these aunties and know their portfolio. <laughs> <laughs> you should give him, like, a um, binder and be like, auntie to talk to and auntie to, like... Avoid. Avoid at all costs. <laughs> do not look at her. Even if they're trying to initiate eye contact, do not even try. We don't really hang out with uh, my dad's side of the family very too much. It's just my mom's side. And really, we only have the cool aunt. And then we have the, the aunt that married into the family. So they're pretty chill. Ever my aunties asked me if I have a boyfriend, I could never straight up say, yes, I do. Because they're going to go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, yeah, yeah. all these questions and like interrogate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They corner you like you're in an interrogation room. You're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, why didn't you bring him? Yada, yada, yada. They put light in front of your face like, so about this boy. <laughs> Who is he? What is he? And where is he? <laughs> Detective. The <laughs> <laughs> case is closed. <laughs> It's very true. Yeah, and not even that, but our aunties have weird superstitions. I never had a lot of roasting situations happen. I just remember in middle school, this happened, and I swear to God, it still affects me to this day. I still think about it. Okay, so everyone do this with me. Okay, everyone look at your palm, your left one, and you see how your pinky... Does it have to be left? I think it was left. Oh, okay. You think it's left? I think it was left. I thought it was both. Okay, fine. Look at both. So basically, you're, look at your pinky finger and your ring finger. So the first line of your ring finger should be close to your pinky. 
or your pinky should be long enough to either reach that line or go above the line. If it's not towards or very distant from the line, then you're not going to amount to anything in life. (laughs) So I'm going to be a 50-50. Yeah. And back then, so what happened was that I was playing pool, so I kind of like broke my finger a little bit, but the bones fused (laughs) together. (laughs) So the ring... (laughs) The ring line is very far, and my pinky's very short. So when she was looking at my hand, she's like, basically, Julie, you're not going to mount to anything. And I was in middle school. Oh, my god! So I still think about it to this day. Her fate was changed. (laughs) So then I worked really hard in everything I was doing so that I could not let that happen to me, you know? (laughs) Don't make that come true, girl. Where's your pinky, Jen? Um, I would like to say it made it to the ring finger. The line? Yeah, I want to check it out. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you're not mounting to anything. No, no. Because mine's really far. Oh, yours shit. is okay. Yours is fine. Mine is, like, it reaches the like line. T- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's still, like... Mine's a 50-50. So my left side, my pinky is higher than the ring finger one. And then the right side, the pinky is lower than the line on ring finger. <laughs> Pick your face. So... <laughs> Carefully. Your face. <laughs> Which one would you subside here? <laughs> Maybe I should just flick it. And then... <laughs> Or just create a line and be like, yeah, it's equal, it's equal. That's a line. <laughs> oh my gosh. I never heard of that, but that's really interesting. Yeah, I don't know, just that one year she decided to be all superstitious and like was into like palm reading for some reason. I don't Jeez. know. What has she been scrolling to? Like, I have Facebook no idea. Stuff? No idea. But yeah, it was little things like that. You don't think that it would affect a child, but like till this day, I still think about it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll remember and plaster her face and be like, yeah. don't even let her- don't even put your hand right in front of her. She'll judge you from there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've heard of one of the um, superstitious one was if you bite your tongue, it means someone is thinking of you. But Jamie added something to it that mm-hmm. I didn't know of. So basically what Jen said is that if you bite your tongue, someone's talking about you. And then if you bite your like whatever part of your mouth, tongue, lip or whatever. But if it bleeds, it means they're talking shit about you. <laughs> then someone is clearly talking shit about me because I bit my mouth the other day. Now there's a huge hole. <laughs> oh, that person talking mad crap. I wonder who it is. I wonder <laughs> who you did. <laughs> Nothing. I'm innocent. Be like, hey, I'm calling up all my list of friends. So how have you been talking shit about me? First of all, and two, why do you go aunties? Aunties gossip. Aunties, man. You do it all in one day. Dang, girl. Another one is that when someone passes away, don't directly go home. I didn't hear about this until Jamie actually put this up. So apparently what I was told is that when you go to a funeral home and you see the body, you're not supposed to go directly home because the spirit will follow you. So you're supposed to actually like stop over at a convenience store or like gas station or something, just chill around there for a bit and then head home and shower. But then that's interesting because like there's so many people in the funeral home. How do you know where it's following? Like who? Mm-hmm. How do you know? Who's the following? Follow you? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Yo, every time I think about this, I But don't spirits like just vanish or something like that? Like Casper? They just. <laughs> <laughs> and just like teleport elsewhere? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I would thought. But now that you guys mentioned, there was like this video Holy Spirit activation. Holy Spirit <laughs> activation. And then you just drop it off in like the convenience store and be like, yes, you stay here. I will drop you off at McDonald's. You can eat for free, letting you know, but just don't follow me at home. Unlimited McDonald's fries. <laughs> That's a weird thing too. Where So my dad said that if it's your family member, it's okay. You can go directly home, mm-hmm. but make sure the youngest person will go inside and grab like a, uh, a bowl of water so that you can wash your hands and your face. 
but if it's someone that's not part of your household or like your grandma or something, then you go somewhere else for like two, three hours and then come back oh. and then still have the same thing. Get someone to give you like a bowl of water and then you rinse off and then you go in. Oh, that's cool. I never knew about that. Yeah. I never heard of that either. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know why. I should ask my dad. I would have tossed you in the water and be like, here, get the water. Get away from me. <laughs> or like, hose you down. Hose you down, girl. And then here's your clothes. And the same thing with like, I don't know, in the Filipino culture, I noticed that they kind of make like a little setup for the person that passed away in their house mm. versus here. It's like a funeral home, like open casket. I don't know. I've never had that experience where we had like a family member or anything like that in like in our house. But um, I know like there's some areas in the Philippines where I guess they don't have like an actual funeral home that they can place the body in that, that they can keep in for days. So they just keep it in their own house. That's how I'm assuming it. Yeah. Because I know like my dad's side, I don't think they have a funeral home. They do have like the cemetery. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Because he's like in the province. Any cemeteries are like friendly. Not like you. Yeah. Because like my grandma and my grandpa went they passed away we automatically flew the body because like they died here in canada mm-hmm. so we flew their bodies to the philippines had when we had the funeral service we actually stayed at the funeral home oh yeah we stayed, do that yeah mm-hmm. you can stay overnight you stay with the body like you don't leave the body alone oh yeah. that's in your culture too i know yeah. in the jewish culture you don't leave the body either yeah you don't mm-hmm. leave the body alone so like usually we take turns and whatever we stay yeah. yeah with the body and like the cemetery is safe it's like almost like a park here it's not like the cemeteries here where you don't really pass by and unless you're actually visiting someone right yeah. so over there it's like you always see someone there they're either jogging early in the morning mm-hmm. they're having picnics there during lunch you have a caretaker it's almost too. like yeah they they literally they take, take care, care of, of your the cemetery it's yeah. not like dungy looking and, yeah you know, like it's scary. been molded and everything like no and that's fresh- another reason why my grandma wanted to be buried in the philippines is because she's like oh someone will always visit me there right yeah, yeah. we did that when we i went to the philippines back where when my sister and my brother-in-law were getting married so we visit our grandmother and and she has a mausoleum. That's what it's called. I and think so. It's almost like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a shrine. And she has her own gates. Yo, my grandma's bougie. Okay, <laughs> we love you, grandma. <laughs> my grand, my grandma, my dad's side has yeah. that individual like place. So, by but yeah. yeah, and it's big because I think so. The plan was that if my mom or her siblings pass away, their ashes or whatever will be in with that grandma. with grandma, right? Mm-hmm. So we always visit grandma and we sit down, obviously, typical Filipino, we started having a picnic and we start talking to our grandma and be like, Nai, you have a nice meal right here. Here, have it, like as an offering, right? It's, it's like to treat them as if they're still present. Yeah. yeah like exactly. you don't disrespect them and be like, oh yeah, she doesn't exist kind of thing. Like yeah. you act as if she's still there. She has her own fan, but I think so it was mainly for my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> It's too hot back there. Yeah, it was way too hot. I just saw a fan. I'm like, why is there a fan here? What's going on? Who like is someone sleeping over here? What's going on? <laughs> no, it's actually because it was so hot. So my aunt was like, yeah, I just left the fan here. Um, Moving on with superstition, there's actually quite a few more that I grew up hearing about it. There's another one for birthdays. You're supposed to be eating a lot of noodles. You're throwing a birthday party. You're supposed to be cooking the damn Is ass noodles. Is it just specifically for birthdays or yeah, it's it's like any birth- event? I think so. It's probably any event at this point because I've always go to a gathering and there's always fun sit all these noodle dishes but i think it's like more like even the yeah like the vietnamese chinese culture have the same thing where if it's your birthday you better be having some noodles for like longevity i remember when i was 13 my mom made this nasty ass noodles (laughs) but then none of my other siblings had to eat it it was just for me and i waited for their 13th birthday they didn't have to eat it either did she think that you're not gonna live long (laughs) (laughs) out of all your siblings i don't know it just 
just it tastes so bad guys it was like the soup thing but it was just clear soup but like but it tastes just like pure vegetables and you know i hate vegetables oh and then clear glass noodles that tasted like crap just it just tasted really bad and it was like one serving just for me it was the worst worst experience but yeah you're supposed to eat noodles oh. on your birthday in new year's you have to wear polka dots actually my mom's the one who told me that yeah. all my aunts are like you better wear your polka dots yeah she's she was the one who's like oh yeah you have to wear polka dots um because it represents money Mm-hmm. So like money will come to you when you wear it for New Year. Mm, that's true. And my mom went over and beyond this year. She made because I'm the year of the pig. So basically it's like good luck to have someone in the year of the pig. So I went outside, like basically the last person to leave the house and then the first person to enter the house. She's so extra. She wants money coming in. So I'm the wealthy <laughs> the money bringer. <laughs> family so we have to do that i can't imagine you just like knocking on all your cousins homes be like i'm the year of the pig let me in yeah anyone want some money i'll walk in your house for you <laughs> you're like a walking piggy bank <laughs> walking piggy bank is that what it is oh and don't sweep the floor on chinese new year because then your luck is gonna go away i've been sweeping my floors on new year's day bruh do you not see the crumbs on the floor no I'm well, technically you're not supposed to on new year's day for us the gathering. yeah the gathering on new year's eve you gotta clean for us what we do for new year is that we blow up a whole like hundreds of like balloons oh cool we pop it exactly at midnight once it turns the new year and then obviously we have a bunch of mess like confetti and like you know we have those string like uh silly strings yeah those silly and then we also blow horns and whatever so obviously the house is like complete mess especially the Mm. family room so obviously we sweep right after is that still considered bad luck (laughs) but it's supposed to be considered bad luck so you're supposed to leave it like two, three days and then my whole entire oh. life has been bad luck. <laughs> I guess I guess as long as you don't keep it super clean then. Then I clean. Because sometimes we have like silly string on the ceiling. <laughs> and it's there for years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really? Uh not even that in New Year's when I was younger, my aunt would always wake me up before the New Year's and they'll be like, You gotta get up, you gotta get up. Like they're rushing you. Why? Uh because they were like, You gotta jump. <laughs> You gotta oh, jump jumping. before the new year. I jumped so freaking hard, my all efforts, and here I am today. Short. Yeah. <laughs> Gravity pulled you down, girl. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly, Gravity did not like me. But or maybe you jumped at, like, not at the exact moment. Oh. <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> yes, so I think so. I'm one of those aunties. Like my brother-in-law has his nephew over for the New Year's, and I was like, "Oh, you gotta get up! You gotta get up! You need to jump! You need to jump before the New Year!" Do you still jump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Don't make fun of me. She's still wishing to be girl taller, guys. Yo, it's in forever ingrained in my brain like that. Okay, so it's not my fault. And if I have a niece or nephew, I would still bring that tradition down. Okay. I do not. Care. Here. Yo, question you one day. Auntie, how come you're so short? Oh man, I think you already had those questions already. So it's not my fault, okay? Just tell them you grew a centimeter. You just, just like give me two centimeters, I'll be happy, okay? But no, I think so. All the universe is telling me, no, you are a short girl. You're gonna love it, and that's who you're gonna be. And the last superstition that I've always gotten, and have you ever had 
an itchy palm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. I think so you explained it with the left side or... I think it's the left side that's basically supposed to mean that you're going to get some money if it's itchy and yeah. then the right side is you're losing money oh shit i think i don't know don't quote me on that <laughs> <laughs> i think so i've been scratching my hand on my left but at the same time i did my right and then i realized i saw my bill and i was like oh shit <laughs> i've been scratching the wrong arm oh yeah that's all the superstition i grew up with other than that good memories about our aunties to be honest did you guys have a like a go-to aunties yeah, so for me, it was my my mom's younger sister, mm. like the educated one, the very chill, chillax. Just the younger one, I guess. I don't know. They're just different. I feel like the younger ones are always different. They have like a different mindset and the things going on. It's not the same. That she cares about your feelings, you know? I feel it because it's also that my grandma, kind of like my mom, where they have like the back of the day thinking, my aunt feels what I feel. So it's like we, we understand each other. All of my aunties are in philippines actually i do have one who are like the one who is like buddy up with you and will ask you anything and everything of the questions <laughs> that she wants to hear but she's very down to earth and i really like my aunties that way because you are not afraid to share all these co- hard conversation that you would never share with your parent per se right it's really nice to have that auntie who supports you with your your dreams and wishes and whatnot and of course they still greet you how about you jamie i guess because like i was the first one born here in canada so i pretty much was pretty tight with a lot of my aunts and my uncles especially Mm -hmm. my aunt dad's eldest sister close with her like talk about a lot of things but she's more of the conservative way and she's more of like one way or the highway just because like virgos (laughs) but like we're pretty tight like we're pretty cool with each other we always like talk about past memories and stuff like that when I was younger <laughs> and then I have my other aunt who works with me in the same hospital we, we do the chismas of course <laughs> we do the chismas with the family and stuff like that but like we, we can talk about a lot of things and she's very understanding she's not like very one way and then I also have like my dad's youngest sister which I can like joke around with her like I literally call her Tita Poop like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and yes. she calls me she calls me Jamie Poop. Aww. We joke around like that. But she can also be she's a conservative type of girl where it's just like you have to have a career first and this is the expectation of her kids, like get an education, you get married after and then have kids after. But she <laughs> she's like pretty cool, like you can just do whatever. Anything. It's all up to you. Or but the- wants to have that right path. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, she's super Catholic like that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. after when you hit to a certain age, it uses language in our culture. Oh, do whatever. Do whatever you do. Because, like, you already... It's up to you. Like, yeah, kind of like, thing. you already have achieved all these things in your life. You're BFFs. And they will stick to... And it doesn't you. matter age-wise, I guess, too. Yeah. Like, about your aunts. Like, I mean, my grandma, I have, like, memories with her, too. Like, mm-hmm. where she's very conservative. Yeah. But then yet, like, sometimes we'll watch Maury together or Jerry Springer's. And, like, she's, like, the type... <laughs> She actually wanted to go to one of their shows. You know when uh, they pop up their shirts oh, up oh and like you know just to get necklaces. She wanted to do that, but oh unfortunately my. she passed away. What but. a racy grandma! <laughs> Dang. So sometimes she's my crowd exposed. now. One time, like when they were showing it on TV, where she raised up her her shirt, shirt. and she's shaking her boobs, kind of thing. She literally did it the same time with oh. the, you know. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you. And she's like, "We're gonna go one day, boom!" Oh, <laughs> That's so, so cute. Oh. <laughs> well. That wraps up our little bit of our funny stories about our unsolicited aunties and our good aunties, of course. We just want to make sure that we come in all size and shapes. And that doesn't make us less of who we are, to be honest. We are built in different ways. But I would love, love to thank the unsolicited aunties 
for real because if they did not exist i wouldn't have thick skin to be honest all of the aunties who've been a good supporter in our lives no matter how harsh your words are we still freaking love you thank you jamie for joining on today's podcast thanks Yoo-hoo! for having me catch us next week where we'll be talking about our crazy travel stories we are so happy to announce that we are now available on four different platforms not only spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and youtube check us out there and make sure to rate us as always remember to follow us on instagram at sincerely jj podcast let us know how you've been roasted by your family friends and relatives we want to hear the scoops from this <laughs> thanks for tuning in don't forget we're going through life's beautifully unwritten detours together sincerely jj's bye, bye.